You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Starring Pete Ruggieri, Larry Maris, and Jason Lewis. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hunks are their own. So sit back and enjoy some Masonic conversation without pretension. And now, here's your hosts, Pete, Larry, and Jason. Hey, everybody. We're episode 24 of the Masonic Light Podcast. Uh, uh, This is Pete. Um, On my left is Larry. Say hi, Larry. Hello there. Jason. Hola. And Jack. Voila. Uh, So we're coming to you live, sort of. Well, it was recorded live, but it's probably a couple weeks later now. Uh, we're in Monarch Studios in the basement, of, uh, and we're ready here to talk about our next episode. And Larry, who, who's sponsoring our episode? We are being sponsored today, tonight, this week, by Intermezzo by Stephanie's Candy. And she makes the best damn chocolate I have ever had. Anyway, for that's, that's our sponsor for the show. And uh, again, uh, look forward to talking to and, her. Uh, uh, you can find them on Facebook. Uh, just intermezzo by Stephanie. It's Italian. That's it. Actually, she is a little bit like that much. Italian. Well, because because if you made it sound like it was Jewish chocolate, it wouldn't be that exciting. That's true. They're not really known for the, being chocolatiers. Uh, although idea. although the Michigas uh, a blend of chocolate she makes, yes. which is Jewish. And and so far, three people who have come to our stand at the Columbia Market House have recognized that word. Is that right? Yes. And they have all said. I saw that on the Goldbergs. I heard that word. I heard that word. <laughs> it's hysterical. That's pretty good for Columbia. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so um, the week that was, or what's going on? Yeah, the what, week that was. What right? you, you have, Jason? Oh, it's what been was? a couple weeks because uh, we had a catastrophe. We should talk about episode twenty-four. We a. should apologize for. <laughs> well, no. Well, okay, so a. we should have. This should have already been aired, but. Correct. Um, it was so unlistenable, even after Jason tried to resuscitate it. Yeah. I put three hours of work in to get five usable minutes, and it was uh, utter garbage. Yeah. I mean, we set the bar pretty low for podcasts. So if we recognize if we recognize that it, it's not fit for human consumption, yeah. So uh, this is a do-over, uh, and it also it led Larry to be um, – he he gave us forms in triplicate of an outline that we should stick with today. I, I do have it on uh, on uh, on good authority that uh, some of our detractors were like, "Oh, good, they're done." Nope, sorry, <laughs> no, sorry, we're we're back. <laughs> oh, so we'll go in reverse order here. So, uh, oh no, we'll go yeah, because Jack's drinking. Huh. So, uh, Larry, what did you do? Uh, what have you done since our last? Real podcast. Well, what have you the, done for us the, lately? The two highlights, and of, I think of Jason's as well and Pete's <coughs> as well, uh, was Goose and Gridiron last Thursday, which was really very well attended. I think we had about 18 or 19 there for that. And uh, we had about four or five people who normally come that didn't make it. So we are definitely having a great time with that. And then later that night, we had fellowship night uh, at, uh, at the Venice Pizza. Here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is a great place, by the way. Um, we had uh, we had Wait, 19- did they pay for that ad, Larry? 
Because did they pay for it? No, yeah. but they will sponsor us. How do you I, like that? I like it. Yes, a lot. yes. Yeah. Uh, and he gives half the profits. Any kind of we have a Masonic function in there. Half the profit he makes on all of us getting together and buying food goes to four seventy six, which is very nice of him. He doesn't have to do that, but that's just the way he feels about it. Attaboy. It was a great night too, and one of the things we were talking about, Pete and I particularly, was when they, they took they always they always take pictures, right? Well, they took a big uh, uh, sky shot kind of with a whole room in there. And Pete and I were talking. Pete had mentioned something about it. He said, you know, I'm thinking that there were a lot of brothers there that I was first line signer on. And we started counting them, seven out of the uh, 19 that showed up. Pete brings into the lodge. And at least well, Larry and uh, what is going on upstairs? I think uh, I think Mrs. the Monarch is uh, washing dishes. So I don't know if you can hear it, but we can hear it. It sounds like a nuclear reaction going on. It's not coming through the. Uh, it's not coming through my ear set. So. So yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm pretty proud because uh, one of the guys, uh, uh, Larry Hudson, um, he's in line to be master. So yeah, they always say like every every Mason should replace himself plus one. So, and I, you know, maybe if you, if you were master of the lodge like I was, you don't get off the hook with just getting a regular mason. You get off the hook once you get a guy that has become master of the lodge. So, I've, when I feel like my son, Larry Jr., has <laughs> served in the East, then I feel like my job is done as a mason. He looks just like you, too. Yeah. Yes, he does. It's, it's the eyes. <laughs> Jason, anything else? Yeah, it's um, stuff. All sorts of stuff, and uh, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, it's been it's been three weeks now. What start long term loss of short term yeah. memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Goose and Gridiron Lodge 43 <laughs> audit went through. That was that was pretty exciting. That's about all I got. Woo-hoo. Worked, worked. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you work for the Masons now, so it's not that exciting. No, it's fine. Okay. I mean, I get to hang out with cool people, so. The uh, Jack, anything exciting that was that different? Oh, what did I have Masonic this week? Well, I was at Goose and Gridiron with the the rest of the reprobates, and uh, no, not really. Just uh, getting ready for the podcast. So Ubar Grotto last night. Ubar. Oh God. Well, <laughs> there's a reason I forgot that. Two out of four of us made it. <laughs> Yes, it was very fun. Um, we were at what Heritage Hills Golf uh, Resort, Bar. Resort Bar. Nice building, spa, nice thing. staff. It was beautiful. I mean, it was a great room. The venue was great. The food was great. Um, the bartender's name was Roslyn. So, for all you Masons out there, you probably know what Roslyn means. Yeah, Jimmy Carter's wife. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, no, it was a great time. And um, we were we were out at 8:01. I was in my car. I so heard some uh, typical Masonic bitching about food. What? No. The food was delicious, but but for 20 bucks we got like a plate of pasta and then uh, we ran out. Yeah, you had your choice of starch, starch, salad, or more starch. The brownies were awesome. Oh, that just reminds me. I have two brownies in my fez case out in my jeep. <laughs> I remember to bring them home. I do not blame you at all. The chipmunks are probably gorging themselves. Oh, my God. They were awesome. So, I mean, I guess that's what I had. I also, at some point, was uh, teaching Scott Stoneburner. I was, you know, coaching him on guide work. I could never get stones lit. I don't know. Yeah, well, he's really good at it. Yeah, okay. 
So, but uh, yeah, that was that was the week that that be. That's cool. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna uh, get into our first topic and some fan mail and hate mail. Thank you. Hey there, listeners. This is Pete, and I wanted to tell you about MasonicScarves.com. Masonic Scarves offers full-color, knitted, soccer-style scarves, perfect for you to wear to lodge, out casually, or even to display in your home. I currently have in our lineup pretty much every Masonic body from Blue Lodge, York Rite, Scottish Rite, Grotto, Shrine. If you think about it, I probably have it. Are you a turtle? Well, you bet your sweet ass I have a scarf for that. So you can easily order online with a credit card, and I'll generally have your scarf in the mail the next business day. Do you need an easy fundraiser for your lodge or organization? I can have a custom scarf design delivered to you in about four weeks, as long as you order a minimum of 50 pieces. I can help you with the artwork, and you'll have an original item that you can sell or hand out as a gift for visitors or past masters. Visit MasonicScarves.com or drop me an email at info at MasonicScarves, and I'll be glad to help you. And welcome back. So I hope you enjoyed those wonderful commercials that I have no idea what you listen to because they're all done in post-production. That's true. So um, That's the magic of Jason. <laughs> buy, buy a book, a scarf, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure it out later. Buy some candy, chocolate, <laughs> um, chocolate. water, purewaterpa.com. scarf. R. Scott Hoover, your personal painter. <laughs> so, hey, anyway, if you guys, um, we'd love to hear from you. If you hate our show... If you love our show, actually, if you love our show, please definitely call us. If you hate our show, call us. No, this is America. If you hate our show, stop listening. That's it. That'll it's never easy. happen. You have choices. Uh, I know. But um, you know, you can reach us at Masonic Light Podcast at Gmail, um, or if if you're technologically savvy, you could actually leave a uh, you could record a, vo- a a message on your phone for us and email it to us, and we'll play it on the air. Like. Like, hey, this is Pete from Lamberton Lodge in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, or you know, whatever silly town you're from. Um, if you're not that, if you're not that advanced, just call uh, our phone number, 315-596-2766. That's three one five fifty nine Mason. Um, and look, it's a podcast. If you didn't get it the first time, you can record back fifteen seconds and <laughs> rewind back and get it. Oh, uh, so Larry, yo, um, what is our topic what? today? We have a topic. Am I getting off of your your uh, your syllabus? I'm confused on the voicemail. Did, was that the only portion that was messed up, or three one five five nine six? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, twenty seven sixty six. We got all that. Just leave us a message. Okay. The moral of the story is don't clean your keyboard what, while you're trying to record. What we didn't get is we do have a website, Masonic Light. Dot com. You can also visit us there. No. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Masoniclight.com? Yeah, that's Masoniclight.com. <laughs> Let me fix you without knowing anything about what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> this is what happens, guys. When we try to be organized, it falls apart. Like your shoulder. <laughs> yes, indeed. So what is our topic today? We had a topic. We do. And this is Jack Harley's recommendation. And uh, actually, we'll let him start off with it. But the topic today is just because a Mason said it doesn't make it Masonic. Like that, pretty much everything we say on the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the yeah, exactly. That's the point. Uh, uh, and and I have no data 
or uh, a Masonic research or a, uh, you know, a, a, a gilded collar to wear or anything like that, other than to say that there's a lot of stuff that people blame the Masons for because the guy who said it was a Mason. Well, that doesn't make it Masonic, right? The whole, the whole Illuminati thing. Oh, my God. You're Illuminati. Square encompasses. Ooh. Well, no. Just because the knucklehead that started that thing that has not existed for 150 years was a Mason doesn't make that a Masonic organization. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. Or like the uh, Illuminati doesn't exist anymore? Not <laughs> Are you sure of that? Well, we except for you, Larry. The, we weren't invited. The church yeah. said it does. Well, then it must be true. Okay. But, or like, um, you know, especially for the uh, southern jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite, you know, Albert Pike, who I personally believe is the most boring, long-winded Freemason of all time, but... Yes, because he said some things. I got a few other ones. Yeah, I mean, he said some things in his eighty-five volumes that he wrote that were he led his life probably be a little bit racist. Um, that well, doesn't mean we're racists. And and just yeah and wow, um, tender ground on which we walk right now because there are those who hold Albert Pike as you know some sort of divine intervention, but but that those. In the preface to Morals and Dogma, and I'm going to get the quote wrong, but if you, you know, look it up on my Facebook page, because it's my favorite quote, you know, uh, what whatsoever you find herein, um, he says, he says, take it, take it as my opinion, right? And, and if, if you don't like it, reject it and move on. But people take morals and dogma like it's some kind of divine inspiration, and it's not in the preface to the whole book. He even says it's not, and that it's just his opinion. But but so many people, and, and I'm so tired of, um, and Larry, I know you're all about like the Lodge of Research and, and all of that stuff, and that's all great stuff, but it's all backward-looking. Who said what when? What did they do? How did they say it? What did was it a was it a witch or a that when they said that? Because that changes the whole meaning of the interstellar vibrations of the whatever. None of that, in my opinion, and remember, there is nothing in Freemasonry that's not somebody's opinion. None of that matters except what matters to the individual who's kneeling at the altar. So that's that's my whole thing. Go ahead, Larry. You're, well, you're, sometimes you're inhaling, too, you so. you talked about the lodge of research and the academy. Sometimes we have to look back to get perspective uh, on where we've been, where we came from, in order for us to continue ahead and forge ahead into okay. uh, uh, the future. Okay. So we we do have to do that. Okay. Careful with that because I'm going to go back to the Regis poem. Okay. Was Kathy Lee involved? And I'm going to start there. Kathy Lee was not involved. She was. Just... Oh, here we go again. What? What? <laughs> what the newscaster jokes? <laughs> the sportscasters. Regis Philbin was not a sportscaster. No, but the other guy. He was a man about town, a, a, a gadabout, if you will. But but you know, if you're going to go back that far, let's go back to that. And and all that was was a code of conduct. That's all in the world it ever was. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Do we have a copy of the most recent Northern Lights in the house? I almost brought it tonight. Uh, well, it's probably in my bathroom. Do you have your phone? It's in my bathroom along with your uh, phone is every, every Masonic publication I get. There was an excellent uh-huh, preface by the, uh, command, the commander-in-chief, Supreme Commander, whatever is. That's what the editorial is su- about tonight. Supreme Allied Commander. You didn't read I the editorial, did you? I, I, no. <laughs> Jason, here's the microphone. Briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Chip in here, Jason. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I dare you. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? Did I read the what now? <laughs> Larry, Larry, Larry wrote a long-winded editorial that you'll all get to it's hear It's not later. long-winded. It's very succinct and to the point. Oh, yeah. I no, like that was great. Lot. And I quoted McNaughton. <laughs> I think we should read the whole thing. It's great. Right, it so is. It's excellent. We'll, we'll get to it. So um, back to just because Larry said it doesn't mean it's Masonic. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's it's Knights just, Templar. Yeah. That, <laughs> go get your sword. So just remember that. Oh, but Jake. no, that the, the larger point is is, um, and I'm I'm eating some like I think it's deer jerky, but I'm not sure. It is deer jerky, as far it, as I know. It may be Doberman, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> I didn't hear him go crazy. It's it's a Pennsylvania um, like there's a national or statewide holiday on the opening day of deer season, so like somebody gave me deer jerky. And Jack asked for some, uh, he's trying to watch his figure and asked for some protein. And after a long pause of not making a joke, I said, I've got, some, I've got some deer jerky upstairs. <laughs> and it's awesome. So your wife's boss, whoever made this deer jerky, was, uh, was doing it right. It was, it's, it's, it's awesome. They should be a sponsor. Larry, call them right away. Okay, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Send them the pack. He's an actuary for Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> this is serious business. <laughs> yes. Probably a lot of Masons in that organization. Well, they're that. Hey, to the point, right? Look right. at you. Look at you coming back around. Well, I mean, again. it goes back to politics and religion too. So, Blue so. Cross is Masonic. Is that what Larry said? I so think it could it's be. An, it's a Masonic organization. We're, we're quick I think it could be. Re- repeating episode twenty-four the third time. No, stop. We're not. Stop and think throughout history. When we formed lodges and, and we, we formed it for the betterment and the help of our brothers, so we had sort of insurance programs for guys. And even back in the agrarian age in the 1800s, uh, we had uh, uh, part of Freemasonry. We had different kind of retirement programs, insurance programs, health programs, health, uh, you know, hospitalization programs. We did that. Well, so, we, we, yes. we, we did it as we did it as um, as personal one to one or lodge to one. Right. But but it wasn't who we are. Right. The red man. The, the, the Red Men, the, the, there is a fraternity called Red Men that was started specifically as an insurance company. And there were a lot of fraternities through the 18th and early, early or 19th and early 20th century that were started specifically for that purpose. But that's not what we are. No, no. We but are a I'm lodge just simply of personal saying, improvement. I'm right? simply saying Blue Cross Blue Shield started because of us. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, I bought the shirt at J.C. Penney today. They control the world. But, I mean, if you look back, I mean, I remember, the, okay, even on the Democratic side, there was, like, Robert Byrd, 33rd degree Mason, okay? That doesn't mean Masonic stuff is liberal, Democrat, and everything else he was. And Trent Lott, another 33rd degree Mason, very uber conservative. Like, yeah, just because somebody says something— don't tie Freemasonry to it unless yeah. it's about Freemasonry. And then wait and see if anybody else backs them up on it. Like, yeah. that, that, that's the point of it. That, and that's what makes me crazy is, is when people talk about 
this guy was a Mason, therefore Masons must be, dot, 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 whatever that was. It, it just isn't true. It isn't to the nature of what we are. Or at least make it go both ways. If, you know, Mozart was a Mason, that means I must be musically talented. Like, no, it doesn't work that yeah, way. No, that, that, no, that so doesn't work for me. I guess we have to take a break, uh, Larry, and it's going to take him like 10 minutes to get up the stairs. So oh, we'll be right man. back. Intermezzo by Stephanie. Locally handcrafted chocolate. Intermezzo by Stephanie. Oh, it is freaking awesome. Locally handcrafted chocolate. Intermezzo by Stephanie. Oh, it is freaking awesome. And we are back from break. Larry made it back safely. And, um... Do we have anything else to beat on this dead horse? I, I don't personally have anything to beat. I just, it, it came up in conversation um, that somebody pointed out that some complete knucklehead who was saying something completely ridiculous in a public venue, uh, he's a Mason. Uh, that must mean that's what all Masons think. And I just needed to say, no. That's what that knucklehead thinks. All us other knuckleheads think other things, and we're free to do that. Well, it's 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 worth like that for anything. So, you know, if there's a police officer somewhere who, in his spare time, personal time, does something wrong, then it's like all all cops are all cops are labeled as you know. Are you a cop hater? Come on now. I am not. But like I, I like you see that all the time. He was a cop, <laughs> right? So like you know, it. He was a horse too, and he donates the, to horses. Though. It's the eighty twenty rule. Like eighty percent of people generally are good. Twenty percent are jerks. It's not even eighty twenty. Cops, as far as I'm concerned, cops are ninety nine point nine, right? Amen. So, Amen. so it, it it it. But it's it's all about human beings, and the object of the Masonic program is to make good men better. And does that work 100% of the time? Absolutely not. It does not. There are flawed individuals. Um, and then and, and there's no getting around that. But, you know, they could have been so flawed that at least we made them take a pause before they did something else stupid. No, nah, this guy was a real jerk. Oh, okay. All right. Let's move on. So I've got something that's not on the agenda that's going to blow Larry's oh, mind. No. Oh, Larry's okay. All right. Just, just count to four before you do that in case it's got to go. Four. <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll hold on to that. We'll wait till I'll save it for the shout out section. Larry, Larry wants to have a, a shout out, you know, because we're all urban and we're all uh, that's our lingo here in central Pennsylvania. Well, my reason for the shout out is and I think it's, you know, for everybody here, we have brothers who may uh, be. Well, in my case, it's Freemasonry squared. This is one terrific uh, group of brothers who uh, have a website, who, ha or who are on Facebook, who have a blog that is probably one of the more exceptional things around. So I wanted to give these guys a shout-out. They listen to our program. Freemasonry squared? Yes. Dot. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, this is not the official shout-out. Oh, okay. You just started something. So go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Anyway. So, yeah. No, I'll say it now before. I got a nice letter and a, and a package in the mail the other day. What? Um. And you guys that are here, and I've probably maybe put a photo online the other day oh, already. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the fez, yeah. I got a past monarch fez. 
uh, from Sahara Grotto. Um, and when you look inside it, now, just so you know, when you get one of these fezes today that are all done up like this, it's like $350. Serious. So, I, you know, whatever this cost in 1974 was their equivalent of, you know, $350. Um, so it was the monarch of Sahara Grotto from 1974. His name is engraved in here. It's uh, Robert E. Brown. And um, Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, so it's really cool. So a, a brother named Dave, uh, Dave, I believe it's uh, Crow, uh, who's a Facebook friend of mine, he sent this in a box out to me. And, um, you know, here's his message. Uh, Noble Pete. Oh, no, brother. <laughs> Where I'm a Shriner. I'm a Shriner. He's a Shriner. So it's like. All right. Sorry. That's why mind. I'm a noble. Yeah. Um, here is the Grotto Fez I promised. I know little about Grotto. But it is my guess that this is from a deceased brother from Kansas whose family had ties to Abu Becker Shriners in Sioux City, Iowa. It is my goal that all items that are donated back find a good home where they are treasured just as they were when our brother that has now laid down his working tools. There are two unique pins, lantern pins, and a pin that is sewn on. Maybe you can enlighten me as to the meaning of the lantern. I'm sure this fez was prized by the brother to whom it belonged. I hope that it'll be a nice addition to your Masonic memorabilia collection. Yours in the faith, David Crow. He's a past master of Amadi Lodge, number five, past potentate, uh, Abu Becker Shriners, all kinds of other stuff that I'm not going to keep sniffing the apron all the way down, but he's in everything. <laughs> right. Sniffing the apron. Done it all. Right. So, I mean, that's awesome. So if there's anybody listening that's from Sahara Grotto, Please reach out to us, especially if it's still it, alive. It's still around. And especially if there's any, if this gentleman has any family members. If they came to the CGA, PGA, NDA, whatever. I would PA make a nice thing, presentation. We would make a presentation to that person. But, at but even Gettysburg, if like, there's at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where stuff happened. So, um, you know, I think that's really cool. And just um, for you guys that are not Grotto th fans, so this guy was um, Monarch in 74, and on the side, there's a one pin for a uh, key member. That means he got a lot of petitions, um, and there's two enchanted lantern pins. And an enchanted lantern today uh, means that you donated at least $50 to the charity. Um, Do you know where the lantern comes from? No, go ahead, Jack. Um, when they were holding, originally, when... The Fairchild Devilment Society. Deviltry. Deviltry. Ah, sorry. Thank you. Was holding a meeting. They hung a red train lantern outside of the <clears throat> tavern that they were meeting at. And uh, that was an indication that there was a, a uh, grotto meeting in progress. Okay. Why don't we should invest in one. Yeah, I think. And anytime we have a grotto meeting, we need to hang one outside. Yeah, I think. Sweet. I like that idea. Yeah, baby. So uh, thank you, Brother David. And um, I've got some uh, scarves on the way out to you. Actually, you'll probably have them by the time you hear this podcast, if you hear the podcast. <laughs> oh, so Larry, how about that? I I, die, I went off the agenda. That I, was really good. No, got, that's nice. great. No, I love it. I, I love got, it. I got a shout out if I can. May I? Not shout out of time, but you sure can. Go ahead. So, because episode 24A, code word for absolute <laughs> garbage, uh, was discontinued and we're doing 24B, 
I promised uh, the intern, Mike Hambrick, of the uh, Masonic Roundtable that uh, we would mention the Masonic Roundtable event coming up. Our official announcement 300 years ago, four lodges came together on St. John's Day at the Goose and Gridiron to form what would one day become the United Grand Lodge of England. Today, the four brothers of the Masonic Roundtable and Mike, the intern, invite you to join them for 300 Freemasonry's legend, Freemasonry's future, a celebration of 300 years of modern masonry at the George Washington Masonic National Memorial, June 23rd and 24th. There'll be Masonic speakers like the illustrious Stephen L. Harrison. There'll be group discussions that will that you will be fully participating in. There'll be trivia games and prizes. There'll be Masonic tours of the area and lots of things to do for the family. Details are evolving. Visit www.themasonicroundtable.com slash 300. There you go, boys. Good luck. Yeah, and if you're ever, um, you know, we're, we're spoiled because we're on the East Coast and we're a two <laughs> within two hours of New York, you know, D.C., all kinds of different places, Philly. So if you're not from the area and... Make it a point to go to the D.C. area sometime and see the George Washington Masonic Memorial. It's it's really it's really special. And the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia. That's an amazing trip too. Yep. All right, Larry, go ahead. Let's take a break, and while we're on break, let's listen to Brother Seth Anthony and his Corpus Obscurum. You're about to enter Corpora Obscura, the realm of weird fraternal organization. Leave your Freemasonry behind. Prepare to meet druids, caliphs, and wild creatures. Knock thrice and enter at your own risk. Why, hello there, Masonic Light Podcast listeners. On today's Obscura Corporum, we're going on a road trip to meet the United Commercial Travelers. The United Commercial Travelers are an interesting case amongst fraternal organizations in America. Started in 1888, it was created as a mutual benefit society for one of the most hated professions around, the traveling salesman. As the men in this job were not well liked or respected, they found a need to band together to help one another. The organization still exists today, but has become more of a community service club than a fraternal group. Like many fraternal organizations, the United Commercial Travelers had an internal organization develop that only members could join. The ancient mystic order of Bagmen of Baghdad, sometimes referred to as AMOB, was founded in 1895 in Ohio as the fun and burial insurance arm of the United Commercial Travelers. Today, the ancient mystic order of Bagmen of Baghdad is variously seen as a fun organization and as the inner circle of the United Commercial Travelers of America. Members dress up in pseudo-Arab costume with fezes for parades, though they don't parade much anymore. But the organization also provides the more sober service of funding burial for deceased members. Membership has fluctuated through the years, about 4,000 in the mid-60s, 6,600 in the 70s, and 6,000 a decade later. Today, however, they are down to 544 members, meeting in 11 local guilds. The fezes of these groups were usually blue or white, with the logo in the center. You can check out their fezes in the Occupational Groups section of the Museum of Fezology at fezmuseum.org.
Okay, Larry. Collective face palm. It's obscure. Um, obscure. Um, I stand corrected. Obscure. Yeah, that's a that other thing is a whole nother fraternity. All right. Yeah, my mouth, my mouth full of thin <laughs> cookies. <laughs> they're they're all chowing down. Apparently, the Girl Scout cookies shipment came in today. So, the uh, they're so good. I'm sorry, you guys have to suffer suffer through the um, thin mint cookies because oh I ate all the Samoas, it's otherwise known on the East Coast as Caramel Delights. It smells so good. They're the only two that matter. <clears throat> So, Larry, it's time for the news, guys. Today's brownie is tomorrow's cookie. Jack, Jack, do we have any news? What? Do we have news? Of course we have news. Good news, everyone. Masonic Light News. News not fit to print. From the Past Bastards website, Dateline Hermitage, Arkansas, citing concerns that visitors from outside the state might inform the membership of unusual or unacceptable Masonic practices elsewhere. The Grand Lodge of Arkansas has announced a temporary travel ban on visiting Masons. I don't care what you've been hearing. It's not a ban on Oklahomans, explained Roger Gabby Johnson, Grand Lodge Media Affairs spokesperson. We have a responsibility to our membership to maintain the purity of our ancient craft masonry here in Arkansas. And we do not want them to become confused by the practices of foreign jurisdictions. That's the Masonic news. So moted was. Oh, we're so good at the accents. It's just the best. I mean, he's good at accents. Yeah. 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 Right. Sorry. Larry um, felt like he wanted to write an editorial. So here is our editorial. And this week is from Larry. Maybe next week it'll be from Jason. Jason never really has opinions. Do you? I was keeping myself, except these cookies are amazing. All right. I'm going to talk to you about them cookies. So, okay. Everybody, drum roll. Here's Larry's editorial. We at Masonic Light Podcast will celebrate our first year anniversary in April. When Pete and Larry started the show one year ago, they had no idea how the show would be accepted. Now, with over 8,000 listeners and over 500 new listeners per show, the podcast has reached a worldwide audience in Australia, the Netherlands, Sweden, the United Kingdom, Canada, and of course, the U.S., our initial premise was to present a lighthearted, non-stuffy look at Freemasonry, not to make fun of the craft, but to have fun with the craft. In a recent article in Northern Light, Sovereign Grand Master Commander John McNaughton wrote, quote, the continued overemphasis on ritual is not a balanced plan for the future of Freemasonry. He further wrote, we would correct this imbalance, or we should correct this imbalance, if we implemented a new operational model whereby our time within the fraternity would be divided into three equal parts, ritual, caring for each other, and social time. We at Masonic Light Podcast believe social interaction is an integral part of Masonic life. 
In our lodges, we see living proof that it works. Our program is based on the social aspect of our craft. And while we discuss ritual, it is not the sole reason for our broadcast. There are many other Masonic podcasts who do very well with those endeavors. We're excited at our growth, at meeting new fraternal friends throughout the world, and having random brothers tell us they listen to the show and they love it. We're part of the future, along with Blue Lounge Social Club in Australia and many other social groups in the United Kingdom. As we begin our second year of broadcasting, we say we are here to stay and will continue our approach to lighthearted broadcasting, emphasizing that three Masons can have fun. Hear, hear. Thank you, thank you. Larry, no, that was, that was very good. I can't believe I'm actually complimenting Larry. <laughs> Do you have a fever? Did uh, did Carol write that? No, no. Oh. Carol did. Carol did edit it. Let's face it. No, that was that was pure Larry. I mean, that was that was nice. Yeah. I, and and well, I, you saw the first draft. That was mine. No, I, I I forgive you that. But no, that was nice. That was well said. I th- I think that's been our point all along. That there's such an emphasis everywhere on the esoteric stuff and charity and ritual and. That's awesome, and that's why there's so many different groups in Freemasonry because everybody can find their niche. But you know, there's a lot of us, especially the four of us here, that we really we do all that stuff. You know, we show up at every every volunteer function. We do all the work, but we enjoy the social aspect of it. So, you know, I mean, like historically, the shrine has been the most well-known social organization visible yeah yeah and then they're also the ones that have the most well-known charity you know with helping the kids so i mean they, you know it, you can do both so and and like props to props to uh the tall cedars for the work that they did for uh muscular dystrophy over the years but yes yeah so i mean i guess and I'm not a cedar, by the way. So you should be. Come out Tuesday. Shh, to, um, no, too many cards um, in my wallet. Yeah. Okay. So here's a new topic. I need a second wallet. A new topic out <laughs> of nowhere. Tall cedar. So a few of you know I'm junior deputy. Grand, I'm so sorry. I'm junior deputy grand tall cedar, and our grand tall. I mean, for my my local, not national. Um, our Supreme Grand Tall pointed out to us that in 1970... And you yell at me. In 1970, we had something like 40,000 tall seaters nationwide. And now we're down like 8,000. And you have to also look at like the, the times. Back when I was a little kid, it was a huge deal in the 70s when Jerry Lewis's MDA telethon came on television. Absolutely. It was a big deal, and he was like that old Hollywood, old Las Vegas. He was still in that genre, so you know he could have he could have Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, all these like heavy hitter A list guys come on this show and raise a metric assload of money <laughs> for. And if you do well, if you do the conversion, a metric assload is way more than a, than a piss ton. So, you know, now we're... 41 minutes and 30 seconds at that. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, honka, honka. just saying, we have a great... This is the one 
body of Freemasonry where I see that my money goes to something directly. And so like last year we sent, I think my local tall cedars sent like eight or nine kids to camp for a week. This is MDA kids that are severely disabled in different ways. So they got to go and act like regular kids for a week and ride horses and swim. And But besides that, their parents and the family, they also got to have a week where they know their kids and good, 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 you know, well taken care of. And they get a week break because they're dealing with a sick kid 52 weeks a year. So anyway, we've lost all that television coverage. We lost all those members. So, you know, damn Jerry Lewis for getting old. Yeah. Anyway, just saying there's we're still doing some good things and we're having fun at the same time. Somebody's got to pick up that torch and I'm glad the Cedars are still carrying it because it's a great cause. Gentlemen, ladies, lurkers, eavesdroppers, Cowans, whoever's listening, I am not speaking as a Mason. I'm speaking as a fat person. <laughs> I second that. Stephanie's chocolates, intermezzo by Stephanie, are freaking awesome. If any of you want chocolate, come on out. And Jack knows. If it was crappy chocolate, I don't care if he's on the show or not. I'd call him out on it. Yeah. It's really good. And uh, so if you're ever at the club, there's, okay, nobody would ever go to the Columbia Market because it's, it's a bad town. If you come, come armed. That's all I'm saying. Right. Just, yeah. But reach out on Facebook and uh, we can send you some chocolate. It's awesome. Okay. Intermezzo by Stephanie. I want to do a shout out, guys. Uh, I want to do a shout out to the brothers at Freemasonry Squared. You can we visit just, their. We just did that. You did this. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't do it right. Come oh. on. You guys messed me up the last time. Okay. I want to do a shout out to brothers at Freemasonry Squared. You can visit their website at freemasonrysquared.org. A phenomenal site, by the way. Phenomenal. Loaded with the latest news from oh, around oh, the world. Oh, oh. Share worthy information all aimed at Freemasons. You can also visit them on Facebook. Type in Freemasonry Squared and let them, let me tell you, let me tell you. They, shit, that last sentence, can you scratch that? No, sorry, keep going. <laughs> and let me tell you, be sure to visit their blog. It is on the level. So that's the address on the level.com? No. Oh, okay. So I was confused there. FreemasonWeSquared.org slash blog. Backslash Larry. Daddy. Oh. I'm, I'm so glad you guys let me play in this sandbox. This is awesome. They're going to call us, but can you not give us a shout out again? <laughs> Jason, Jason, we'll, do we'll you pay money for you not to. Jason, do you have anybody you want to give a shout out to? I, uh, already, your, I already did my shout your out. Your mentor, Laverne, anyone? <laughs> My mentor, Laverne. I want to say, well, Laverne's a nice mentor. Yeah, Jeff Moyer's really, really the mentor, though. Okay. Teaching me the first degree. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, though, Jeff really let me down this weekend. Why? Because he was at Cigar Lodge up in Hamburg. Right. Cigar International. And did not come to Grotto. I was bummed. I don't know. I don't know what is. Because he's the man. Jason, why were you not at Grotto? Oh. Fail. Two reasons. I was watching 
Disney movies with my daughter. Okay. Okay, that's okay. Daughter. And secondly, it was in York. <sighs> and I know, I know. So it's closer than Har- it's closer than Middletown. I know, but when I, it was like, hmm, it York, was, York. It was nice. Or Disney movies with the kid. Disney movies with the kid. Yeah, so I watched Disney movies with the kid. All right, fair. I forgive you. And I and you I still didn't ask me why I wasn't there. Well, okay, Larry, why were you not there? Because I really didn't care. But like, <laughs> Larry, why were you not there? Because I didn't want to travel to York for freaking lasagna. Period. But it was good lasagna. I, incidentally, I've been at the facility. It is a beautiful place. It is, nice. it is it great. It's really nice. I know how to easily get there too. I mean, I worked down the hill there for a long time. But Heritage uh, Hills Golf Resort. Yeah, it was very it's nice. nice. How many? Very do nice. we have a normal turnout? We had like forty guys. Yeah. Forty-five. I mean, it was a good turnout. Good turnout. Good turnout. For a for a non-meeting. Yeah, non-degree, like non... Get together and do business, yeah. So next month is our... Convivial. Convivial. So next month is like in, in your dues. So we're having a prime rib dinner at Loxley's. Nice. So this is the one where everybody shows up because they're getting a free meal. Oh, Not there. everyone shows up. That's where we get our money. That's where we make our money. Yeah. And last night we donated five grand of our money because... We set our dues too high when we started. It's five thousand dollars, but we're giving five grand to a, a um, the human fund, so it'll be really nice. Well, it's the. I mean, can you can we not say the fund? Um, well, we haven't written the check yet, but we're going to. It was passed. And can we even say it? Yeah. Oh. We yeah, don't get, what are they going to? It was a Masonic Blood and Order Organ Donor Club of the Grand Lodge of Pennsylvania. Um, we have for those of you that don't know, we have a profit in our grotto. Um, actually, we have two prophets, one who was sick, uh, actually terminally ill with a liver disease, and the other, our past monarch, um, who donated uh, a little better than half of his liver to uh, the brother who was sick, and um, uh, a life-saving thing. So it was very nice. Um, so there is in Pennsylvania a Masonic Blood and Organ Donors Club, and that um, club did um, help with some. They fun. helped out like it probably was more when you figure in both David and Alan's expenses, but just for David, I think David said it was like three thousand, just under three thousand seven hundred. I think he said, yeah, is how much they received directly. Um, but it was it was stuff that that insurance doesn't cover. It's the it's the like lodging for the family. It's the travel expenses back and forth to Mayo. It was all that kind of ancillary stuff that you just go in the hole for. So yeah, when we started Ubar Grotto six years ago, one of the things we didn't want to be cheap because we knew if we charged twenty dollars a year membership, everybody would join for a year and then quit because or never come. Right. So we made our dues a hundred bucks. Um, it's more than we need, but now we're sitting on um, like thirteen grand. So we're like, you know what? Let's let's donate some of it to something good, and we yeah. we just did. So it's nice, awesome. Yeah, that would. I, I mean, I've always said about this fraternity that which is achieved without cost has no value. Ooh, ooh, you like that? You know what, guys? I hate to say it. It's time to wrap this show up. Damn it, Larry. Do you have anything coming up soon? I was just uh, profound. Coming up soon. Mm, going to lodge uh, uh, next t- Tuesday a week. That's it. That's a big event. I haven't what been to lodge should... since November. That's good. That no, that's good. We oh, like that. I'm getting that's back good. in the swing of things. Atta boy. And we'll be at Grotto. Okay, so so you say. Yeah. Oh, I will be. Jason, anything on your Masonic calendar? I'm watching you. Yeah, there's, there's, there. uh, 
Got to cook the books. I mean, do the books for uh, work tomorrow, the uh, the Scottish Rite. And uh, I might try to go to my first uh, Shrine State of Meeting on Friday. Probably go to the State of Meeting of Harrisburg Consistory, Lodge Meeting next week. Tall Cedar Seafood Night, Master Mason Night, Stag Night, tomorrow night. Wait, Lang- are there any commas in that sentence? Lancaster Scottish, I don't know, Lancaster Scottish Rite Dinner. Lancaster Scottish Rite Club Dinner. No, Lancaster Shrine Club Dinner. Ugh. Next week. All sorts of stuff. Mr. Harley? I got nothing. I got to leave here and go be a guide for the exemplification of the third degree at the School of Instruction. It's fabulous. I've got a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, So, obviously, tomorrow night is... uh, Ooh. Go. go Finish, and then I'll come back. You go right now, because I got a bunch. Okay. So... um, Effort of Lodge, number 665, Free and Accepted Masons of Pennsylvania, is holding a couple of really cool special events this year. Um, on June 24th, St. John's Day, um, which is the 300th anniversary of the original meeting at the Goose and Gridiron Tavern, uh, we're holding a th- Master Mason's degree at, oh, what is it, Indian Echo Caverns. Uh, it's a degree at the cave, and uh, it's uh, $35, includes dinner and uh, a third degree, Master Mason's degree in Pennsylvania. Um, if you want more information, uh, hit us up on the either the website or the Facebook page. We'll get it to you. And then September 27th, uh, Effort of Lodge, number 665, my home lodge, my mother lodge, is having a lodge in the woods at a scout camp in um, uh, Lancaster County. Actually, it's in Lebanon. Almost Lebanon. It's, it's in Lebanon County, yeah. yeah. Newmanstown. Um, but we're having a, a lodge in the woods, and it's a steak dinner, baked potato, salad, all that other starchy stuff. Uh, but uh, a meeting around the fire circle at the at the scout it's, camp. It's, it's fun. Awesome. I've been the one, and we give out master builder awards and all kinds of cool stuff. And it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's very it's a very fun time. And Larry hates it because you have to walk like on rocky trails and. It's a boy scout stuff. camp. It's a boy scout camp. Jack said that I can drive the go karts. Yes, this year and hustle people around. Uh, by go karts, you mean golf, golf carts? carts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will drive them like a go- golf cart. I promise. So, uh, so if you want any information on that stuff, hit us up on the Facebook or website. Tomorrow night, or yeah, tomorrow night is uh, Tall Cedars uh, Master Mason Seafood Night. Um, not a seafood lover, so I'll just be there. Our friend Sean, uh, who's going to be a future sponsor, Sean Spunagle, is going to be giving a talk on cigars. He owns a cigar shop. He's actually going to Honduras next week to yes. visit Rocky Patel and all his um, cigardom. Yeah, cigardom. So um, that'll be kind of cool. And then coming up, we have April 24th, 25th, 26th is the Pennsylvania Pennsylvania Grotto Association. I don't know, Larry. I, I lost my earphones. Sorry. I thought that was Larry. I just killed you. So don't be distracted. It's the uh, Pennsylvania Grotto Association, the Colonial Grotto Association, and, and the Eastern, Eastern Empire State Grotto Association, and the PDF PDQ. Right. LSD, so we're having um, pretty much anybody that's in Grotto in the world is invited to come to Gettysburg. <laughs> so it, we're at the um, Eisenhower Hotel in Gettysburg. Please come, even if you're not. A, in Grotto, if you're a Freemason and you just want to come out and hang out, come. We'll we'll, we'll take you because we're such a 
Rodney Dangerfield body of Freemasonry. Just come we on. love you, man. Just come out and have fun. We'll uh, have some beer in the pool. Um, and that Sunday night is our um, ceremonial. Ceremonial, yeah. Absolutely. So if you want to come out, we'll make you a grotto on site that Sunday night. Bam. So that's kind of cool. Um, I'm also selling tickets for. Um, this probably won't go over so well in some parts of the United States, but I'm uh, selling tickets for the Pennsylvania Grotto Association for a uh, AR-15 M14. That pew, pew, pew. 20 bucks. Shut that up. Yeah, I don't even know. So um, the following week... I'll be selling plastique at the... Uh, <laughs> it's a pen- Listen, we're Pennsylvania. We're in Pennsylvania. <laughs> We're in the firearms and hunting and deer and things. Can't shoot the deer, blow the sucker up. That's all I got. Um, April 29th is Masonic Con up in uh, in Alabama, Massachusetts. Alabama? It is a good time. Good time. Uh, our, our friends at Navagrado are putting this on. Ezekiel Bates Lodge. Just go to eb1870.org. Get more information. I'm going. Jason says he's going, but I don't believe it. And uh, we're going to have a heck of a good time. Larry, ramble. It is that time of the day. Enzo, ramble, ramble, young man, Enzo, ramble. Music, please. <laughs> Special thanks to Monarch Studios. And actually, we love coming here. We really do. Steps are a little bit, but anyway. Uh, Pete's always with me, so if I fall, he'll stop me. Our producer and co-host, Jason Lewis, who, again, continues to take the show to new heights. We call him Magic Man. Jack Harley, our news director. Yeah, uh, silence. And, and again, Crickets in the background again, right there. Thank you. Special thanks to Seth Anthony. Seth is one of the great guys in Freemasonry. Does a lot for everybody and gives of himself uh, in putting on... Uh, was it corp, corp, Corpus Obscurum? Obscurum, yes. Obscurum. I st- yeah, God, okay. I want to say Obscurum all, Obscurum all the time. I, I can't get that. Anyway, Seth, you, you do a great job. We love uh, we love everything you do for us. Uh, our audience response advisor, Luke Warm. <laughs> okay, our good. grammar all consultant, right. I am Shirley Wright. Uh- yeah, there you go. And uh, again, um, recognition to our new law firm. We uh, we have a new law firm every month. Uh, our law firm of Hammer, Hammer, and Boom. That was the, never mind. Yeah. That was no, no. Yeah. I don't know whose idea that was, but well, they've been around for three or four months now. <laughs> no, no, no. It was. What, You're fired. Blast, blast, and boom. Blast, 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 and boom. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks for listening. My, I'm Larry. Uh, you're Jason. I'm Jason. And you're Pete. <laughs> and I'm what's left of Jack. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks. Hey, thanks for listening. Good show. It'll be the listen. No, it's not a good show. Oh, no. That was a good show. That was all right. That was all right. It, it was, was a good It was, it was a good fun show. listening. Are we still recording? Are we ready to go? Ready, ready to go continue? Go. Whenever you are. Okay. <clears throat> Larry, you have a little something. Uh, la, 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 I want to do la, la, la. a shout out, which we do have a shout out position right you gotta, now. You got to give me like a, a header. Okay. Give me okay. three seconds of silence. Okay. Jack, bring, us, bring us back in. Yeah, bring us uh, back in. Yeah, you got that. One. <laughs>
I could not spell that damn word worth sounding it. What's the closest phonetic sounding? I'm screwed. Beautiful. Phenomenal. <laughs> wow, that's the first phenomenal we've had. It won't be the last. What? Whenever you want. Let me get new to the Girl Scout. Mmm. Thin mints. Ain't nothing thin about those. Ready? Okay. Ready? Ready? Okay. Come back. All right. Say when. Your wife should make thin mint cookies. Just saying. <laughs> Just giving them well. The Girl Scouts make thin mint cookies. Intermezzo by Stephanie does not need to make thin mint, fat co- mint cookies. They need like fat Doberman cookies. This is what we need. Okay. <clears throat> do you want to like crinkle some more paper? Right. I don't know, right? Let me do this. Okay. Mmm. Mmm. All right. You ready? <laughs> 